Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick. Pro-abortion Democrats in the legislature want to repeal Illinois' life-saving Parental Notice of Abortion Act. Kathy Bozick, the former director of the Southside Pregnancy Center in Evergreen Park, still a liaison for that organization. Tell me why that would be such a big mistake. Well, we're going to lose a lot of lives, that's for sure. Um, And not just unborn lives, but there's going to be a decimation of young minor children. I think that parents um, should be on the highest alert and should be reaching out to their representatives and discussing the, the negative impact that this would have on their young daughters. And it's also another way for the state to take away from the rights of parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's the thing that gets every should get everybody up on their high horse. Um, I think it's an infringement. It's it's the government coming into the family is what it's doing. I think it's breaking down family, trying to say that we know better what's better for your children than you know. In your work with the Southside Pregnancy Center, what does the parental notice of Abortion Act mean for your work? Well, I think it's been helpful because we'll be able to see young women confidentially and direct them in a way that is honorable, is truthful, is biblically accurate, and we can care for them and provide them with information. We can help involve their parents in some of the decisions that they might have to make going forward. Do girls who come to Southside Pregnancy Center typically inform their parents that they're heading your way? They don't. They're scared. They don't know what to do. Now, just think a minute about their mental capacity. Think about, um, you know, their critical thinking when you're 14 or 15 or 16, even 17. When you're making decisions based out of fear of the unknown, that's not a good thing. If we have children who have maybe health or medical conditions that maybe they're not even aware of, but their parents know, and they go forward to have an abortion procedure without their parents' knowledge, if they get a judicial bypass or if this law is repealed and Planned Parenthood and every abortion facility will jump right on getting some kind of clergy who will be able to help them to get the abortion that they want. But what kind of health care will that be for that young girl, your teenage daughter? You talk about clergy and Planned Parenthood. They're actually clergy in cahoots with Planned Parenthood, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah. You know, we know that there is religious pro-choice, you know, sector out there. We don't happen to agree that that's a biblical stand. We believe that life is precious, that God gave us life, and that we should protect it. Now, there are unfortunate circumstances that do occur. Rape, 
incest, different things that people will bring those things up as to why there's such a great need for it. And that possibly these young ladies are dealing with that. So why should we condemn them to have a baby? Well, why should we deny them the support that they need from their parents at a most critical time in their life? Tell me how this really benefits boyfriends, adult boyfriends of girls who are underage. We're talking about 14, 15 year old girls who are dating guys 19, 20, 21, whatever. I'm going to tell you, if they repeal the Parental Notification Act, we're going to have every pedophile, um, every predator that want to pursue little girls, and it will make it very easy for them to encourage, force them to have abortions, and they won't have to tell their parents. Now this parental notification is the only thing we have in Illinois right now to protect these young, innocent, naive, naive young ladies that gives them a little bit of a chance to have the help that they need, whether it's a parent or their pastor, somebody who cares about their well-being. Now these, maybe an older boyfriend, it just hides, it just hides. That's all I can say, it hides. So these adult boyfriends, with repeal parental notice, essentially get a pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And we've heard a lot about uh, how repeal of parental notice could actually be a big benefit to sex traffickers. Yes. How does that work? Yeah. Again, I think that it's going to draw in all the ill reputes. Anybody who has anything that is unwholesome thinking toward a young lady it's just going to open a wide door and we're gonna have far more problems. We haven't really seen a lot of problems come out of having to notify parents that their daughter's gonna have an abortion within 48 hours is the law currently. We haven't seen any major deficits from that law. I think what's happening in Illinois is to remove every single obstacle to abortion, even for the minor child. And every parent should be concerned about that and doing something. And there are parent groups that are out there and willing to fight against that. Now's the time to call your state lawmakers. Absolutely, yes. Email them, meet with them. What else could they do? Well, it's best to talk about it, to inform their neighbors, their family members, their friends. People don't know because we don't know how to talk about it. Read about it. Educate yourself about these things and hear what some of the other sides are. Sometimes I think we live on the little sound bites that we're told instead of digging deep into how could this affect young girls in our state. Do you have any idea how many lives parental notice has saved here in Illinois since it really went into place in 2012? Roughly a thousand lives every year. A thousand every year. Yeah. That's significant. Huge. But not just the, the lives of the unborn child, but girls who might have medical problems 
as a result of an abortion. Yes, or never be able to have children going forward. We know women like that. We've seen women like that in this center who have decided to terminate. I can always have another one later and not be able to Mm. reproduce. So part of our goal too is to protect her future reproductive health, real health care, not this RHA that we have that we're dealing with, the Reproductive Health Act. Right, wow. And then there's the whole factor of the emotional turmoil Mm. that young girls are going to have probably immediately, but also down the road. Yes. Yes, there is a lot of trauma that can happen, not just physically, but also emotionally and uh, spiritually in the heart and in the mind of a young person. We've frequently heard from young ladies in our clinic who would ask us, am I going to go to hell if I get this abortion? It's on their heart and their mind. God created us as a spiritual being, as an emotional being, as a a physical being, a social being, and we wanna address some of those issues with them. And so there's trauma that happens. There's an aftermath once that happens. Just being clear straight up, I am post-abortive myself and understand what you go through, you don't think that, you're afraid. You go and you have this done because you wanna hide something. You don't want to deal with something. And you're told that this is the best thing that you could be doing for yourself. This is smart, this is wise, you're doing right. That's what you're told. And then you do it. But everything you feel after that is not so. It is not those things at all. So who do we have to help them? Now, I know Southside Pregnancy Center has an after-abortion ministry care that they can go through and also a deeper still chapter that is a retreat to help women heal from an abortion experience. And really the bottom line is Planned Parenthood's bottom line. Repeal of parental notice would help Planned Parenthood's bottom line. They stand to make money from this. Yes, yeah, and I think that's that's the huge, one of the huge differences that women, young women should even be thinking about and parents should be thinking about. You know what we do here? It's free because we're called by God to do these things, to help, to protect. Plant Parenthood, they're so kind, they're so nice, they're so sweet, but they're doing it for a dollar and big dollars, let me tell you, big dollars. So when you make a decision at Southside Pregnancy Center, we benefit nothing financially from that. When you make a decision at Planned Parenthood, they benefit greatly, and that's the bottom line for them. So you touched on it. Uh, What message should parents be giving the lawmakers right now that they should fight, they should say no to repealing the Parental Notification Act. They should be telling them no. We do not want you to remove this act. This is protecting our daughters. This is not infringing upon our parental rights to guide and to lead our daughters. And that's what repealing this act will do. It will infringe upon a parent's right to lead and protect and to guide their child in the way that they should go. We'll continue our conversation with Kathy Bozik, the former director of the Southside Pregnancy Center, now a liaison for this wonderful organization after this.
This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. We tend to think of the resurrection of Jesus as only a religious event with no political implications, but Jesus was executed by the state as an enemy of the state. The debates about resurrection in first century Judaism were intensely political. The Sadducees, defenders of the status quo, denied the resurrection. The more orthodox Pharisees affirmed it. This makes sense. Bible scholar N.T. Wright points out that states derive their power ultimately from their ability to kill people. By rising from the dead, Jesus conquered death, disarming that power. Christ's resurrection was inherently, in the best sense of the word, revolutionary. His victory gives men and women the courage to resist the Caesars and the Kaisers and the Tsars of this world. The cross, the sword, the guillotine, the gulag, and the firing squad do not represent the end. The spirit of Caesar is still around, but more importantly, so is the spirit of Christ. He is risen. He is risen indeed. I'm Jerry Boyer. Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larrick here along with Kathy Bosick, the former director of the Southside Pregnancy Center in Evergreen Park. Kathy, you're part of a big plan to end abortion in Cook County. You believe it's possible. How so? Well, Monty, I'm first going to have to go with the Bible because all things are possible with God. And that's what we're going to stand on. Uh, we have an organization called Vision 2020 Illinois. It is a coalition in Illinois to bring the pro-life community together. So every uh, branch of the pro-life has an A game and we're calling them together to perform your A game. And so if you're doing pregnancy centers, what we do is crisis intervention very well. We know our stuff. If you're in law, you know your stuff very well. If you are political, you know your stuff very well. So all of these branches that come together that are pro-life, trying to protect life, is what Vision 2020 Illinois is all about. You're going to need to help a churches to get this done, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. What do you want them to do? Yeah, we need, uh, we need pastors. We need people that are dedicated Christians who believe in the pro-life or want to learn more about this pro-life thing if it's not been on your radar. To connect with Vision 2020 Illinois, you can just go to vision2020il.org to get more information about that. But we want to talk with pastors. We would love to communicate with them, help them. Are there areas that we can shore up for them that they're not sure about? Maybe some of the issues with some of these pending laws that are coming forward, things like that. We can help. I, I'm sure that pastors, when you talk about involvement with the pro-life movement, are going to say, oh, you want me to encourage my church members to go out outside an abortion clinic and protest? Well, there is some of that that's going on as well. So there's different activities that are going on in the Vision 2020 effort. So there is going out in doing the 40 Days for Life prayer vigils. Cook County also has a 365, which is all year round. Recently, one of those efforts was the abortion facility on Milwaukee Avenue. They just recently closed down because of a Vision 2020 prayer group that was out there for about a year and a half. And so we know that that's effective and that works, but we need prayers. We need people who will pray. We need people who will 
talk to their pastors. We need pastors to talk to their people about pro-life issues. And uh, we have different engagements that are going on. We can also send a liaison from Vision 2020 to talk with getting life teams started in your church. We talk to the pastors, but sometimes they don't know who we are. So if we're talking with some of the people that go to their church, go talk to your pastor about this. Take this information to your pastor. We're here to come in and support the conversation that you're having, to bring some information. The organization that we work with is Churches for Life, and they will help come in and speak with pastors, help the congregants and the parishioners understand uh, what it is to have a life team in their congregation. And these life teams are not about condemning women who are sitting in the pews who've had abortions. Not at all. No, not at all. It's about supporting life. It's about helping them understand the issues that are going on in the life arena that are maybe under attack. And how can we help? How can we help a pregnancy center? Can we volunteer? How do you need us to pray? How can we financially support? Things like that. Well, Kathy, you know on the legislative level that making any progress here in Illinois is tough on the life issue because we have pro-abortion Democrats in control of both houses of the General Assembly. We have a pro-abortion governor. So how do you make an inroad there? Well, I think this is one of the reasons why it's so important to engage the church. And we know that if we would understand, if we would see the destruction that abortion is causing, not just to an unborn child, not just to a woman, but truly to the family and to the stability of this nation. Things are volatile now. They're, they're heightened. And I think if we would be educated, if we would know, as we said, as we talked earlier about the Parental Notification Act, if you learn that and you go and you contact your representatives and you voice your opinions about that, and if we send a barrage of that, every household, get in touch with your representative and voice your concerns. What about electing pro-life lawmakers? Yeah. <laughs> tough to do in the state. It's, it's very tough to do. It's very tough. But I think also that help happens within the church. If we are God-fearing and God-believing and we say we're Christians and we are Christ-like and we follow the Word of God. Let's not uh, forget that uh, we have an all-powerful God in control, yes. right? Yes, We absolutely. can't forget that. There's a barrage of pro-ultrasound bills in the legislature right now. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing, isn't it? It is a good thing. Mm -hmm. It is a good thing because women are denied the opportunity when they go to the abortion industry for the help they think they're getting. They're not allowed to witness the child. Here at crisis pregnancy centers, they're allowed to see that creation that God has blessed them with. They see it from a different angle. It's hopeful. It's there's help, and they're being denied that when they go to the abortion industry. All of their fears are being affirmed in the abortion industry. But here, all of the hope of that life and that 
it's precious and that it has a unique plan given by God is reinforced here. And when women see a picture of their baby through an ultrasound, literally, we have literally seen women's jaws drop. When they hear that heartbeat, they weep. And I think it's so eye-opening to them that it's easier for them to make a life decision. Before we have to wrap things up, I'd like to ask you about another piece of legislation out there. It's called the REACH Act. And what this is going to do is to bring LGBTQ and Planned Parenthood sex ed into our public schools, even more so. Comprehensive sex ed on steroids, starting in kindergarten. Boy, this is bad news, and this inevitably will lead to more abortions, won't it? Absolutely. It's going to do that, and it's going to devastate young people who are developing through their adolescence, it's just going to destroy the integrity of who they are and who God created them. It's even going to turn parents who maybe are less educated in these areas. So I would tell parents to review what your school is requiring your children to learn and voice your concerns about that with your school administration. If you're not approving of that, you need to do something about that. And I would encourage people to get on their local school boards and so that they can have a voice in that. If I had young children still in school, I would tell you honestly, I would be grabbing them out of there in a heartbeat if this passes, if this goes forward, and if this is the standard. It is not the standard of any Christian family to want their children to be indoctrinated with that. I think what's happening overall, Monty, is that there's a spirit here that wants to destroy the family, and we know where that comes from, and it's undermining parents. It's to undermine from within. So if you can infiltrate the family and cause disruption that way, then you're working from within, and that's through the children. Through their naive minds, they will accept and swallow all these pills, basically, that you give them about your identity and your sexuality and all of those things. God has a plan for that. And I would encourage every Christian parent to figure out what that plan is or talk to your pastor about what that plan is so that you would be educated and you'd be able to teach your children those things. Get them out of that school. If they're not going to appreciate uh, or abide by those measures. And here again, we need parents to call their lawmakers. Yes, call your lawmakers. Well, Kathy, thank you so much. Tell us how people can connect with Southside Pregnancy Center and with uh, Vision 2020. So Southside Pregnancy Center um, has a new website and a new domain. It is beavoiceforlife.org, beavoiceforlife.org. Beavoiceforlife.org. And that's for Southside Pregnancy Center. And then for Vision 2020, you can reach them at vision2020il.org. Give me that one again. Vision 2020 il.org. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been very helpful, and uh, boy, 
we need to get involved, don't we? We've got an uphill climb, and uh, but we have a great God, and we cannot stop doing what is right. All right. Thank you so much. God bless. And thank you, folks, for tuning in. Please tell a friend about Illinois Family Spotlight and support the work at the Illinois Family Institute. Stay healthy, stay active, and God bless. For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback at ifiaction.org.